And welcome to the Two Penny Podcast, where grit, passion, and wisdom collide, a transmission for entrepreneurs. Welcome to all the listeners. David, good to see you again. Good to see you too. Back in the building. In our new space, actually. Yeah. A lot more natural light in this space than... A little less of a dungeon we, here. A <laughs> little less of a dungeon. Um, I like it. Feels yeah, good. First good. podcast in here. Yeah, first podcast in here. So, you know, bear with us as we're getting used to the space. Mm. So hopefully the ideas can keep flowing. Break it in. Break it in. Mike, you wanted to talk about the reality of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I was thinking about this transmission we were going to do today. And the idea uh, popped into my head of talking a little bit about the reality of being an entrepreneur and the emotional roller coaster that kind of comes with that, you know, is like you got an idea and you're trying to make your idea happen and you're not getting paid while you're putting together business plans, while you're doing market research, you're not getting paid while you're, you know, trying to get your thing started and and formulate the whole thing. And, um, you know, the realities of an entrepreneur world and an entrepreneur life is uh, different than if you are working for somebody. And if you're, uh, you know, you have a role in a company and you have a, a title and you're getting a paycheck and you're expected to do X, Y, Z, one, mm-hmm. two, three, mm-hmm. and not anything more and not anything less. And you get that paycheck. You know, don't have to worry about the rest. So, yeah, you're an entrepreneur. Um, you know, talk to us, David, about, you know, your perspective on the realities because you're, you know, kind of new to the game mm-hmm. and you're under 30 Top thirty under thirty. Top thirty guy. under thirty. <laughs> Entrepreneurs in Santa Cruz, yeah. of which maybe there are ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> under so 30. You're on the you're on the podium by <laughs> default. Um, so yeah, you know, you're just kind of getting into the game. So what what do you uh, what do you have to say about the realities of being an entrepreneur? You know, I have had wacky ideas I wanted to sell street side since I was a young kid, and. Little by little, I learned um, the principle of following through with an idea. And the further I started going down the path, you meet the resistances along the road and you have to understand how to deal with them and recognize them as they come by and keep persevering. So I see it. I, I reflect on it a lot when I hear people who have great ideas and they want to tell me how great their idea is and they go, hey, you should take this idea or I'm excited to do this and that. And I go, okay, I know what that's like. It's super exciting. It's fun. It's, you know, balls to the wall. Anything is possible. It's that beautiful feeling. And then it just either goes into a very grounded, how the hell am I going to make this work step? or it just floats off into the abyss. And in that section, in that little window are entrepreneurs, are people with ideas, that's where entrepreneurs actually start to be born. And there are a lot of different phases on the journey of being an entrepreneur that are just like that. And 
you keep on going through those segments and you have to really be balanced and understand that these things come and they pass and sometimes they take a little bit more perseverance. Sometimes they just simply take time. And it's interesting to see what stage people are at when they talk about ideas. Because to me, I feel the most veteran entrepreneurs have come full circle, hero's journey style. And they, when they come up with an idea, not only do they have the wisdom of the entire experience of a successful idea and company or whatever that may be, but they hit it with this exuberance and excitement that not only is it this beautiful idea, you know how to execute it. And that's what I feel like I'm on the journey of. Whether it's as simple as, you know, losing sleep at night because I'm thinking to myself, wow, a salary would just be really nice to not have to worry about it. And then I'm talking with my CPA about how to minimize my taxes and then figure out the loan process. There's all this back-end stuff to where if you don't understand it, if you're getting paid and you never dove into this section, you'd be like, I don't understand why the owner is making all this money and I'm here getting paid this when we make this much money. Because I've been there when I was a kid and everybody's been there. And that just shows you you're just like the person with an idea who can't execute. You have no idea what it takes. And it's not the hardest thing, but sometimes it is the hardest thing. But man, there is so much back-end legwork, and you really have to put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And that's what I've learned, and I'm still learning. And all these little roadblocks and, you know, little nuggets along the way, like what we're talking about now and how we're exploring that. But at the end of the day, it's a really fun journey. And what could be more fun than doing something that you enjoy and having the success of it be completely dependent on you. If you're the type of person that works for somebody and within a few months or a couple of years, go, you go, I just can't do this. I just can't work for somebody else. I hate coming in when I don't want to. I hate having to ask somebody for permission to be sick or you know A, B, and C for a vacation. That's crazy to some people. And if that's you then you might need to take your idea and take the first steps into seeing what it takes to execute that idea and become an entrepreneur. I think the entrepreneur is born when they decide to commit to the experience of starting something and having the trouble and seeing it succeed, even if it's at the street level. You're really, um, you're really an artist as an entrepreneur. And, you know, I was, I was sitting down with, um, an artist, you know, and, and she's super, super talented. Um, and we were talking about, you know, um, she was like, you know, I don't really get the business stuff. You know, I'm not really a business person. I was like, hope hard time out. I was like, you are a business person. You're an artist. And really, uh, at, you know, at root, at root level, all, businesses is art somebody has an idea they're using the marketplace as their canvas to manifest their idea in reality it's just like me walking up to somebody's painting you know it's like that was in somebody's brain and then somebody took the time to shape it reshape it 
reshape it. And now they're looking at it as the artist. They're not happy with it. They see all the imperfections. They're losing sleep over it. They're, you know, (laughs) and me as the customer, I'm walking up, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm stoked. I'm like, man, this is amazing, (laughs) you know, but the artist looks at it differently. But that's what a business really Mm -hmm. is, is it's this idea that you have in your head that now you're saying, okay, we're with my, with my, uh, my pastels, where am I going to, you know, illustrate my idea and be able to put it in a format so that other people can interact with it? And at the end of the day, enjoy what my idea is, because mm-hmm. that's really, you know, it's not so much transactional when you kind of strip it down. And that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today, you know, is that people get this weird idea and then they start to make it super transactional. And then by default, then they start to get stressed out and it starts to not live up to some type of expectation, mm-hmm. right? Because they're, they're doing it and they're expecting, well, I've been doing this for six months and I'm still, I haven't got paid you know, F this, I'm out, you know, well, don't make it transactional and Mm -hmm. get, and you give yourself a chance that way, you know, because another thing that I wanted to, to kind of express here on this podcast is I've had this experience is that you never know. And this is the crazy thing about being an entrepreneur is you never know when the breakthrough is going to happen. Again, and that's why you, you're kind of like a mad scientist also. Yeah. It's like when you're at the bottom, you're in the, in the abyss, you've, you're in the valley with a machete and you're hacking through the weeds. Mm-hmm. You don't know when that last weed is going to drop and you pop out and you, boom, you're at the beach, like in that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. right? where he's like, he's, he's in the <laughs> paradise, you know? And it's like, you're in a jungle. And you can't see five feet in front of your face when you're starting something and you're trying to get an idea off the ground. And if you get frustrated based on certain expectations that you've set up, yeah, right? So now you have expectations and now your expectations aren't being met. So now you're frustrated and now you're frustrated and now the fear starts to creep in that it's not going to work. And always write a phone call or two away if you're talented is that job, is that salary or that whatever, that position for you, you make a few phone calls and in two days you, you got a job, Uh right? Um, so that starts to creep in the reality of an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur is having letting go of expectations and being able to be process driven, put yourself out there and go through the process with no expectations and be able to read uh, read the market and read like the feedback. You create a feedback loop, right? So now you're like, okay, I have no expectations. I did this and this is the feedback I'm getting. So now I'm making my next decision based on try mm-hmm. X. This was the result. Now I'm going to do more of X or I'm going to slightly change at X point one or go in a totally different direction right. into Y direction, right. you know, and you're not upset that X didn't work. You're, you have no expectation that X is going to work. Mm-hmm. You're testing, right. right? Your process, right? You're an artist, you're a scientist and you're working 
in a very, very uh, precarious format, mm-hmm. which is the marketplace and human psychology yes. and buying behaviors and market wants, needs, this and that. Right. So, it, um, it, you know, yeah. it challenges you to work on all your weak spots constantly. It's like being in that partnership, a relationship. It's you have that reflection. So like you were saying, it's a phone call away. Don't be scared. It's like, you know, I was telling myself, man, I, I feel like the sales are not the my strongest suit. And I kind of thought about it for a little bit. And I went, oh, what am I going to do? And I went, what am I doing? I'm just going to learn how to be a better salesperson, period. That's the only way you can do it. You can't go, I'm not good at the marketing. It's like, well, you got to learn. Unless you have the big enough income to get really good marketing people. It's like, why don't you learn a little bit? There's so much information out. Yeah. And if it really is just a phone call away for a couple days, you better learn how to cold call real quick. Just watch a couple YouTube videos and try it out. You know, there's no alternative. It's like you're saying, you, you become an artist in this way. You are an artist in this way. You get loose and you get creative. That's the only way you're going to be able to survive and get to that Leonardo DiCaprio Beach. Yeah, and get to the ne- and get to the next level. And I appreciate what you said about you know it, it exposes being an entrepreneur and the reality again of being an entrepreneur is you're going to have your weaknesses exposed. That's why we say here on the podcast, stay humble, right? Stay hungry, stay humble, and stay focused. Part of that is that staying humble is, man, I'm really struggling with, you know, this tech piece or that marketing piece, or I don't feel comfortable selling, or I don't know how to write a business plan. And what's your weaknesses? You know, like we go back to that example from a few episodes ago is the school teacher that was making awesome cookies and that's what she loved to do. And she started a cookie shop, right? Yeah. But she had to, at some point, put that marketing hat on, put that sales hat on, put that, let me see how I can evaluate commercial real estate hat on, right? Finance hat on, mm-hmm. all these different pieces. And it being an entrepreneur, your weaknesses are going to be exposed. And the opportunity there is to become, again, process-driven, well-rounded. But you don't have to, and this has been my approach, is I have for all every weakness that I have, I have an expert somewhere in my Rolodex or directly on my team for every single weakness. Yes. But for every weakness, I have read a book and I have gotten educated so that I have the vernacular and I have the base concepts. Mm -hmm. A perfect example is like CPA, right? Just had a call with my CPA for an hour long all the words that he's saying to me about distributions and guaranteed payments and all the different vernacular type things, I all I understand all that stuff because I've done my homework mm-hmm. and prepare for a conversation like that mm-hmm. and get the vernacular and get the base concepts so that I can have a productive conversation and also have some agency in how I direct and ask uh, pointed questions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To direct my what's going to end up being a strategy that I deploy, right? I'm not just like, hey, CPA, I'm totally helpless. You're the expert. 
right? Get in the entrepreneur mindset. It's like, okay, dude, this is what I know. Here are my questions. Break it down for me. Exactly. And they fill in all the gaps, right? right? And then you know you're buttoned up. And then you, you spend an hour on the phone, you know, at 300 bucks an hour, and it's probably going to end up saving me thousands and thousands of dollars next year, mm-hmm. right? Because I have a tax strategy now that's buttoned up based on some of the changes that I'm making in my, in my businesses, right? But if I hadn't gone through the process of being humble and being like, I don't know shit about shit when it comes yeah. to this. Right. Okay. So sit down, watch some YouTube videos, look up some key right. terms. That's the grit. Spend a little <laughs> bit of time. You know what I mean? Get greedy on it. Right. You know, and then go into that conversation with again, humble, I've got a pen in my hand and a blank piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know I'm not going to remember half of what this dude says. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, recorded he's just my rip, He's ripping it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you you do that. You record the conversations with our really smart. Um, again, that's another weakness, right? That's how we kind of linked up. Is I was like, exactly. well, David is a tech wizard and knows about this, 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 and that. And mm-hmm. we were we were doing a company with CPG stuff, where it's like, well, I know how to cold call and sell. And you know how to like set up websites and position things and you're really good with logistics and you had to offset all my weaknesses. Right. And then together we're a two headed monster mm-hmm. um, where then we had to find out who's going to be the marketing yeah, person, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. right. And then we're like, okay, what as, co- as a combination, what are our weaknesses? And um, so, you know, the realities of being an entrepreneur, it's, it's a grind, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, uh, glamorous at all. No. And that's, I feel like one of the problems now in the TikTok world, I'm not even going to say in the Instagram or social media world, we're, we're like past that. We're collapsing time into where people believe that what they see in a 10 second clip is somebody's life. Yeah, exactly. It went from, it went from a collage of photos to now where that's the reality. Right. And where you if, had to spend some time like yeah. looking at somebody's yeah, photos right. and be like, vibe. wow, yeah. they've really got a cool thing Still going. Carried. And that's the thing. It's just like if you were an athlete, if you were a, a musician, artist, anything, you know, you see the clips. It's a survivor's survivorship bias where you only see the people that have now excelled and gone to out of the jungle into the beach. You don't see the 10,000 X of the people still in the jungle dead, you know, right. by the water. You know, it's completely dead. Yeah. The graveyard. Yeah, exactly. People that just gave up. Yeah. And I, you can't blame them, right? No, can't not blame at all. Them. But don't think it's going to be like, oh, you know, and then now you're there. Now you're there and everything. Because then everybody would be doing it. Everybody would be doing every all these things that everybody wants to do if it was that easy and they think they do and they do it, but they never get to where they think they're going to go. Uh, psycho, I'm all about the psychological hacks for my own self, right? I'm like constantly trying to go inward and, and come up with these like, aha, like, let me flip the script on myself. Right? So here's a psychological hack for all the listeners out there. Um, as soon as you feel like giving up, as soon as you're ready to throw in the towel, you're done. You feel like shit. You're not even enjoying it. You've questioned now the whole thing. You're having an existential crisis. 
As soon as you feel that, know that a breakthrough is literally right around the mm. corner. And that, to me, I, I get chills, honestly, just saying that. Yeah. Because I've good. been in the, uh, up against it uh, like a handful of times in the last 10 years running these businesses and doing the thing and really looking at it and being like, I don't think I can keep going. It's not worth it. Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff that feeling sorry for yourself. Right, exactly. Um, Which is fine. That's you're a human being. That's that's the thing, is like you become more self-realized in this process because you have the ability to be like, or an opportunity rather, to be like, wow, I really feel like shit on this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to quit. Yeah. And if you don't and you choose to keep going, just know that a breakthrough for you is right around the corner. When I figured that out, and I figured that out probably about eight-ish years ago, and I had figured it out kind of in sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. you know, Because you hit those plateaus You hit all those the time. walls, man. Like, and that's, that yeah. was the game, is they were trying to crush your soul, you know, in those workouts. And, like, <laughs> and your body. And your body, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, your body was already done. <laughs> They were they wanted the soul. They were past the body. Your mind was broken. Yeah. Now they wanted your entire being. Uh, but yeah, you would get to those points in those workouts where you're like, but you get a second wind. Yeah. You know, and a third wind. And you see other people dropping out. And, you know, you're like, these are your teammates. And you're looking at these other, these guys mm-hmm. like, man, you can do it. You know, mm-hmm. you can do it. And then you come out on the other end and you're, you're bigger, stronger, faster, smarter, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. your performance uh, reflects that effort than on the field, you know. Absolutely. When it's when it's time to go. Right. And and the process never really changes. Like it changes like it changes like symbols and masks and shapes. But the reality of being an entrepreneur is the reality of of being in symbiosis with the process. Because you can be the Mr. Number One athlete in the world, and you're still gonna hit plateaus. You're still gonna have those soul-crushing moments where the light is on the other side, but you don't really know. And the reality is that you have to start owning it, and, and you don't have to enjoy the process, but it's always gonna be there. You're, it's always gonna be there, and that's just—it's like the nature of life in a little microcosm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is the nature of life. And you're creating a little, you know, a little universe and a little ecosystem when you decide to become an entrepreneur. You know, I like I look at these guys uh, across the way at this brewery behind us. Shout out to Woodhouse Brewery, Santa Cruz. But I, I don't know those guys very well, but I remember I was running a joint and they were um, just trying to get open. And man, they were trying to get open for a long time. Yeah. And Santa Cruz was making it extremely difficult for them because yeah. it seems to be that if you want to do cool shit in Santa Cruz, they're going to make it as hard as possible on you to do some cool <laughs> shit here. Now, if you want to do nothing. If you want to do nothing, they'll hook you up. <laughs> But if you want to do some cool things as an entrepreneur, look out. You're going to have an uphill battle. But it kind of does create um, this 
this, this cream rises to the top situation because these guys push through and now when you go into their space, their space is so cool and they've created so much vibrancy in this neighborhood that we're in now in our office. Yeah. Right? And it's a hub. And if you catch it on the Afrobeat nights on Thursdays in the summertime, it's the spot in Santa Cruz. There's like hundreds of people out there and it's, it's incredible. And this was an idea that these guys had and every twist and turn along the way, there were plenty of times when I'm sure they were like, guys, is this worth it? I mean, yeah. or do we just want to do this other version of it where we don't have a brewery and we just sell this stuff direct and we make it out of, right. you know, the easy route, right? An right. easier route right. for sure. Um, cause they were already making beer and selling it mm -hmm. before the brewery was open. And before now they have a place where there's a culture that's being developed. That's an extension of their company yeah. and uh, their ethics and their drive to make it happen. That's just one of a gazillion stories, you know, and it would be cool to get those guys on and to hear their story because I remember, I was like, you guys, because I was dealing with them. They were selling me beer at a place that I was running. And I was like, yeah, how's the opening going? They're like, uh, they dropped the hammer on this. They dropped the hammer on that. They're Dude. making it so hard. Oh, I'm man. like, dang, I remember thinking as outside looking in, I was like, I don't know that they're going to be able to get open, you know, but they pushed through and now their place is super dope. It's, it's the spot now. It's, it's super dope. I think a handful of key takeaways from this little reality of being an entrepreneur episode. You know, you're an artist, entrepreneur. So get into the process. Be process driven. Detach yourself from any expectations. Don't listen to the little voice in your head that's like, uh, maybe I maybe I should just take the day job. Be process driven. Get into artist mode. Get into mad scientist mode. It's right? a fun place to be. It is. It can be a very fun place to be. Um, but as long as you can throw out all expectations and just see the feedback and then pivot. See the feedback and pivot and pivot and pivot. Keep your journal and keep moving forward. Another takeaway, as an entrepreneur, your uh, weaknesses are going to be on display. Always right? So get read up on your weaknesses, have your specialty, but get read up and then surround yourself with experts to fill in the gaps, but know enough to be dangerous. You're not an expert CPA. You're not an expert lawyer. You're not an expert this or that marketing person, but know enough to be dangerous so that you can have a conversation with people and understand the vernacular so you can yeah, get check them on whatever. And exactly. And you can check them exactly and keep them honest. And at the end of the day, now you have all the information and you're the one that's going to make the decision. You know, the last thing I'd say is keep pushing. So process driven, find the experts. And number three, keep pushing because as soon as you feel like giving up, as soon as you're ready to throw in the towel, you've got nothing left. Know that right around the corner is a breakthrough. That's right, Mike. So thanks again for listening to the Two Penny Podcast, where grit, passion, and wisdom collide, a transmission for entrepreneurs.